everyone out there. Welcome to the podcast Insight to Action. This is Mohammad Motashim and this is Utkar Shivastav. And as usual as we hope that each and every listener of our podcast is quite happy enjoying their days the best they can and safe and secure at their yeah. houses. Most importantly being safe from the pandemic. Uh, it's very important to be safe because if they are not safe how are they are going to listen our podcast? Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so uh what I was just thinking from couple of days was uh, I was just thinking about my podcast also what you went through from couple of days a uh, couple of days last couple of days were boring actually i went for like in morning i went for jogs and rest of the rest of the day i'm studying mm-hmm. that's it because my examinations are coming so i'm not doing much but just studying and going yeah. for jog that's it so uh, i just uh, thought about uh, the developing countries as we actually think and talk about the developing countries or the developed countries so when i was just thinking about and uh, scrolling or searching about developing countries what i found and what i thought was the the basic system and services that are necessary for a country or an organization they uh, it is termed as infrastructure so actually you were thinking about infrastructure yeah yeah, yeah. infrastructure is really necessary for any country yeah not just for the developing country but for any country because it is it is the backbone yeah as it is youth as and infrastructure are the two they backbones both, of the they country. both are termed as the uh, backbone of the uh, developing countries yeah they are the backbone of the developing countries so by the way infra refers to below below uh, so it is termed as underlying structure yeah the infra the term infra refers the to the term below. infra yeah, refers yeah. to below so it is just the uh, underlying structure of uh, any country so uh, while improving the infrastructure what we should keep in mind is that uh, we should not follow deforestation we should uh, follow afforestation because uh, when the term infrastructure stuck to our mind when we thought about infrastructure we think about the new buildings roads railways yeah new new you, you can say new buildings and infrastructure yeah, yeah. whenever the term infrastructure comes into our mind it means developed countries it means developed uh, countries huge and, buildings yeah. tall buildings and yeah so trees industries yeah. and uh, m- many many big big mnc's also so what we think now when these things come in, into our mind we just think as land we should do deforestation concrete, huh, concrete and uh, we should go to make new buildings so uh, what i think is that we should not go for building uh, m- uh, making new buildings we should improve the quality of the old buildings they can also be improved so we should not follow deforestation afforestation must be followed actually the term whenever somebody say infrastructure my mind just ponders around a concrete jungle yeah whenever the term infrastructure any kind of modern civilization mm. comes in that that is in uh, you can say like concrete jungle concrete there jungle. Are, in my mind i i create an image of huge tall buildings mm. and uh, many of the factories and industries yeah you are right actually uh, india's population and growth as well as economic development requires improved transport infrastructure yeah. including uh through investments in roads railways and aviation shipping and and waterways as well so india is actually if uh, by 2030 is expecting that 60% of uh, the investment in india would be through infrastructure that's huge because uh, if we talk about india uh, it is basically known as the land of agriculture and the most uh, huge amount of population is indulged into agriculture and when uh, the investments are going to be 60% in infrastructure by 2030 it will be a huge shift yeah actually the government is planning that 60% of all the total economy yeah, yeah. investment would be in infrastructure so that that means like we would have better ra- roadways better railways better buildings better 
better mnc's coming to india so it will be a great and it will be great for india to be uh, to be get developed uh, and i also found something and uh, i just uh, you know i did my homework and uh, what i went through was that india will require the investments of over uh, usd 4.5 trillion by 2040 for the development of the infrastructure uh, and it is uh, according to uh, the economic survey of 2017-18 it is two or three years is, you can say it is not that old it is still yeah. fresh for like 2018-2019 there's not any survey mm-hmm. going on for like uh, investment projects and yeah. everything but like five uh, like 4.5 trillion is a huge, huge budget effort. 4.5 trillion USD dollar. Yeah, it's, US dollar. it's that huge. Is, yeah, for like if it, if it would be in like Indian rupees, then it still it, it would it be is, really huge. But it is going to be too much huge, bro. 4.5 trillion dollar is huge, but when you convert it into the Indian rupees, it is going to be more huge. Yeah, but like, but it is a really far-fetched plan. We are thinking about like 2040. It's yeah. not like for 2030, 2025, but it is. Yeah, it will take long, long time. Yeah, right? it is going to take a, a long time, but uh, especially that uh, what we discussed, na, India will. It is going to invest 60 percent in 2030. Yeah, so, 60 percent in 2030. In I heard 2030. about it. I, I'm sure about it. Well, like 60 percent in by 2030, but but still, it is a really long time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. In like in tw- till 2040, if they are investing that much amount of money, it will be great for us. But yeah. I hope that they start doing, they start mm-hmm. planning it from now. Otherwise, it will take a more time than like more 2040. Time. It will be like in 2060, 2070. We will still still be thinking like India should invest in some these kind of things. But I hope that India would do better in this. And uh, while thinking uh, these things, and while uh, searching about these things, and doing my homework, what I just also found it was about. Uh, when infrastructure comes to our mind, we talk about land. So, are you going to analyze something or tell like, us about actually, land? Actually, uh, what what I say to everyone when we talk about infrastructure is like the countries could not just go on and create expansive projects and huge investment in the infrastructure. Talking about India, it is the seventh largest nation in the world, and oh. which is densely populated. Which it is, is not, densely populated. It is not like we have uh, much of free land left. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about India, the, the population is really huge, and the land is also preoccupied. Yeah. Most of the land is preoccupied, so free land present is really low. So, and especially in the metropolitan cities, when we think about metropolitan cities, they are like densely populated, like Mumbai, Delhi, Mumbai, Delhi, Kolkata, and Chennai, Bangalore, Lucknow, even Lucknow, Bangalore, Lucknow. Bangalore, these are, they are densely too much populated. Yeah, for for starting a new project in these countries, it is uh, these cities. It's it is not easy. Like it is you, going to be very tough. Like we have to go. It's you cannot start a new project in in the center of the city yeah. because there not not any free land left there. So you have to invest outside the cities. You can uh, you can create MNCs like on the outskirts of the city because you cannot go in and start destroying preoccupied projects and creating new stuff. So for big infrastructure projects, we need to find land out of the cities, not in the cities. And yes, what you are saying, it is hundred percent correct. But what I think is that na. Uh, it will create problem for the big MNCs or uh, foreign direct investments to start new and massive projects in India because they have to find lands in uh, not in the metropolitan cities but in the villages, uh, in the districts, or not even not in the metropolitan cities will create many problems for transportation. Yeah, like that is the main the problem which is problem going to for, be created for creating new projects in villages. Like the the, the cost of transportation because it is not in the center of the city. Yeah. It's not. No, everything not... becomes a uh, 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 intolerable, and it creates a problem because when you are in metropolitan cities, the everything is uh, quite easy, and uh, availability is uh, 
but the only benefit from uh, creating new mncs or new multinational uh, projects in uh, villages would be like cheap labor cheap labor yeah That's cheap labor and employment it will create also employment and it yeah. will help us because uh, when an mncs ka any mnc come to uh, our country and in if they go in any country what we think about is that uh, it will provide employment to us we will be developed so it is and also thing. as well as like uh, finding raw products would be easy for for like creating new uh, infrastructure or new yeah. buildings in like villages cause you can find the most of you know uh, the brick factories and as well as these uh, raw products are made in villages or, yeah. or are established around the villages so it will be easier to find those projects yeah absolutely it is correct Actually, I think that for developing countries, the first step that they should take is to invest in solar power plants rather than going on for traditional methods for creating electricity or energy by geothermal power plants and hydropower plants. That's absolutely the hundred percent correct idea because uh, when we uh, talk about the developing countries, the solar power plant plays a huge uh, role because uh, if we are not even developing, uh, not uh, developed in. The- consuming the solar energy that how we are going to develop the problem is like if we go for like traditional methods of creating energy it will be it is harmful for environment like geothermal energy it requires burning of coal yeah then like when we create hydroelectricity through dams and everything it destroys the ecosystem around yeah. it it, dis- it, dis- it disrupts the ecosystem as well as the migration routes for f- fishes and there are a lot of problem like they they create uh, they get they get a lot of problem uh, from the villagers as they say they do fishing there yeah so the fish route gets uh, interrupted so they have to figure out that too so but in india actually uh, i was reading uh, this earlier uh, a bhatla solar uh, park it is the world's largest solar park and has an area of like 14000 acres 14000 acres yeah it is it's in, huge it is in jodhpur rajasthan and it is the world's largest solar park wow Yeah, it is a region which is uh, you know it is in Jodhpur, so it is a region which is technically unlivable for many of the people. So what is the temperature ranges? The temperature there. Uh, is uh, quite high, and it especially ranges forty-eight uh, to fifty in the normal days. Yeah, forty-eight to fifty degrees Celsius in the normal, normal days. days. So, so uh, uh, creating a solar power plant in these kind of areas is a good idea. Yeah. Because there nobody is living there, you have to create it there, and you can uh, get lot of energy from yeah. it. So by the way it has the total capacity of like 2245 megawatts. Wow. It's yeah. it's once again it's huge. Yeah, it is not yet operational at the full capacity but it oh. is going to be by the end of I believe 2021 or in the start of 2020. Uh I also I would like to add a bit Uh, there's a uh, there's also a power plant uh, solar power plant pavgada you were telling me about what was that yeah uh, that pavgada solar power plant is in karnataka which has a capacity of 2050 megawatts yeah it is also pretty huge uh, uh, oh india is also it is having the second largest solar power plant it is the second largest solar power plant and it is also situated in india so like india is like in this field like uh, in solar power plant and this field india is doing great i would say that they are they are investing in solar power plants which is really great because yeah. you are getting energy from you are creating new infrastructure as well as you are getting energy from renewable sources of energy because uh, what we i just talk about in in the starting also but because if you are uh, you are wanting your country to be developed you are switching to developing countries and you want to be developed if you are not even able to take the solar energy and you are not able to utilize it at 100% so what uh, how you are going to be developed it is the best way to create new infrastructure actually yeah. because like for like traditional methods you know they are harmful but for these like renewable sources of energy like solar power plants and these it is really great and it gives us energy as well it as well as it is provide uh, it is the backbone of the country yeah. it is the infrastructure it is a new infrastructure which is creating 
so much employment for everyone giving energy as well as it is a, a source of renewable energy so it is great and what i found i just found a news also which is just uh, uh, two three days earlier and it was that torrent power has bought 100% stake in a 50 megawatt solar power plant in maharashtra with a whopping amount of 317 crores oh 317 crores so like india is, i said earlier like india is doing investment in solar power plants and it is really great because india is so densely populated there are so many people and especially we are also having that amount of sunlight now which requires uh, solar yeah. power plant to take so if we are having that we can do that why we are not going it to it is do not that? not like many european countries which yeah, do which not, get, not get the sunlight as much as they want to india is like situated near tropic of cancer yeah. or or equator you can say so it gets lot of energy like it gets sun throughout the throughout yeah, like yeah. every seasons throughout the year so it, so it helps us so what i just uh, thought was that uh, we should wrap it up and uh, because it's uh, it has been for 13 minutes yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what we were thinking about we should tell uh, the listeners about that yeah yeah so we were thinking that we will create uh, another podcast uh, about a new segment a new uh, the segment. second segment for this podcast and we will be back with that in the and shortest talk, span of time and we will talk about infrastructure and we will continue it from Here only. Here only, and uh, what we are going to cover in that, we are just uh, going to tell you about. Uh, that will be sewage, electric systems, water transportation, communication, etc. As well as coastal lines. As well as coastal new, lines. New highways and new transit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because uh, if we just talk about that in this podcast, it is it will be very long, na. So yeah, till then, please that. wait for the next segment. And till then, bye bye. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. And thank you from inside to action. Bye bye.